In Dumeria, a land with no adventure and no heroes, will our dummies find their way? Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. I am your dungeon master and silly little adventure maker, Gary Feehan. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe, and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Jarvi Galandry Flashgear, the wielder of Brass Rain, and since last week, also Keen Point. Are you just going to keep keep listing out everything you get? <laughs> and also Keen Point, and also... <laughs> and <laughs> That's the also episode, folks. Humongous bag of holding full of goodies. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember, if you have a list of inventory, you need to have a list for your inventory list. Don't ever forget that. That's very Don't important. Don't forget that. Yeah. Very important. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave McEnroe, and I'm playing Gwen Cobbleston, the Demiborn Wizard, um, map maker on floors. Very nice. Hi there, I'm David Sheeran. I play Ivor Ironclad, the Grey Dwarf Rune Knight and Profound Prefect of Paper. Um, oh, love that. like the change up. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm Billy Stewart playing Stefan Shepard, human barbarian uh, with his beloved goat Ramsey. One stamps and the other wields Wild Mother's weapons, apparently. Apparently. Wheels Wild Mother weapons. Come on, alliteration. Oh, hey. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, very <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought you like were like, ah, I see you, Ivar. I'm going to serve you back one. <laughs> it was totally I see your P's yeah. and raise you some W's. <laughs> <laughs> they're further along in the alphabet, so they're better. Um... Can't argue with that. <laughs> Are they better in but... Scrabble? I don't know. W's are probably better in Scrabble than P. Then again, I don't know. I can't spell, so. Um, anyways, this is episode 22. Welcome, everybody. And we'll kick off our little... 22? Isn't it? Well, you just said 21. No, he said 22. Oh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, but at the start, didn't you go, oh, this one is 21? No, he said this was 22. Yeah, 22. We've done 21 is probably what he said, sorry. My bad. Yeah, this is funny. all staying in. I hope everyone enjoys You this. do not have the power to make nothing stay in. Shush. Yeah, go again. We don't, we don't do take twos. This is 22. This is love two. Welcome to, the, to, welcome to our profound and professional podcast. More peas. More peas. Well, Episode 22 is, is we're feigning a little Tay-Tay today, um, and with that, also a little Cray-Cray, apparently. So, before we kick off this episode, which is definitely episode 22, we are going to do a little recap, like we always do. So, gang, using their wits and skill, made their way through the mysterious forest, only to find it was inhabited by some mystical orcs. There, they met Volan Evensong, the elder of this conclave that is known as Tearus Grove. Volan, recognizing the power within Stefan's staff, brought them to the center of Grove and under a large tree that had the most connection to the Wild Mother. There, Shepard's warning began to glow with power, which in turn powered Stefan up also. Intrigued by each other, the gang and the conclave swapped stories and basked in the Wild Mother's bounty. And that is where we pick up now, as we have a couple of hours in the evening, 
of of genuine relaxation and downtime for our dummies for maybe the first time ever. Um, so is there anything anybody wants to do? I know we had some nice, cute chats and some information sharing in the last episode, but if there's anything else you'd like to do, either mechanically or talking to people, whatever. Right, so I'm going to get on the um, tinkering trail and I'm <laughs> going to start... Tinkering trail. A music box, that's right, the tinkering trail, more alliteration, you love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start crafting a music box and a little clockwork um, toy that just pops and chirps, maybe. Maybe a little bird. Sure, yeah. Yeah, you got all your materials a a little while ago, so yeah. Um, Yeah, so it'll take you a couple of hours apiece. Um, which you have plenty of time to do, and as well, you being a an elf, so you don't have to sleep as long, um, or sleep at all. Uh, you can give me two tinkering checks for each of those. See how you get on. Which one are you going with first? Um, I will go for the music box first. Ah, oh, that's a natural twenty. <laughs> Describe it. <laughs> Best damn music box you ever did see. Yeah, I know he created the uh, the gramophone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. the gramophone has been created today in this grove. It's like a big boom box. <laughs> yeah. We're now in the sub- 80s. Subwoofer. <laughs> no, I, is I, it? what is it like? Um, yeah, a music box. Um, what it is, it's a little box. You wind it and it's got like a little cylinder inside and there's little um, raised in raise little parts on it and there's like little things that look like fingers and as you that drum rolls it hits the little um pieces and it makes little plinks so it makes different plinks as it rolls the jinkly jankly one the really cute one yeah very cute one yeah um what kind of tune is darby uh i can't think of the word putting in this box let's just put it that way i can't think of a fancier word than putting in inscribing on the cylinder there we go I, I think something um, pretty annoying for this one because I have ideas for it. I think something like Pop Goes the Weez. Okay. Oh, iconic. Pop Goes the Hobgoblin, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> In World. Cockatrice? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, excellent. Beautifully crafted um, music box. Very deftly done by our tinkerer extraordinaire. Um, you get a couple of small conclave children watching you as you're working with your widgets and thingamabobs and all your metal little bitings that they're not very much used to. Um, so yeah, one down. One I imagine down. is that Darby is uh, doing the pop goes the weasel every time the pop happens. After a while, Gwen just gets very frustrated and just f- throws her book at him and gets it to fly back. <laughs> oh yeah, I, like I haven't done so that. It's a very audible pop. Like, yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, you said annoying. So I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, it's like a real pop. Yeah. So, yeah, many yeah. books will be thrown. Yeah, first the pop is out of tune. <laughs> Intentionally, first, the first two or three times the guards do like stutter awake and to attention, but they eventually realize in time when this is about to happen. And <laughs> next for the um little toy, it was what is that? Yeah, little toy, little birdie thing. Pop goes the birdie. Am I adding on to that? Tinkering. So uh, you're proficient in tinkering, so add your dexterity and your proficiency. Okay. 
that's 24. It's also great. <laughs> what does the little birdie look like? I think like a little sparrow. It kind of hops around, moves its wings and cheeps a little bit. The cheep is like just like a cog that kind of grates against another cog. It's really fast to go cheap. Yeah, it's, just kind of, it's like a kind of a little shrieky noise. Cool. So yeah, you fill this grove with sounds they probably have never, ever heard before. As metal scratches off metal, both as you creating these things and also these little trinkets in use also make sound. So, yeah. I, I try and hide it from people. I don't really want them to be looking. Okay. Yeah, if you want, if you want to, people will, will let you be. Yeah, you can get, find yourself an empty workstation. I, I, I do make sure I, I annoy Queen a little bit. <laughs> that's, a, that's a constant. I was waiting I for it. I was like, he's day. not going to just leave. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I actually have stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, that takes up Darby's Eve. Cool. Anyone um, else? Yes, I would like to do some spell study. Oh, yes. The wizard's so, uh, spell study. Yes, spell studies. So I would like to spend 3.5 hours and 175 uh, gold pieces uh, to learn seven level spells. I mean, like, seven levels of spells worth. Maths. Who knew that wizards yeah. also had to be good at math? I know. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah. What spells are you learning? Are you going to keep us all on the... On the, uh, on the... I can't think of phrases today. <laughs> In the, dark. in the dark there we go <laughs> uh I, well it doesn't matter i uh i can say or i can keep it a secret i don't know it doesn't matter it's up to you they're from uh, Gemma's. i was gonna say Gwema. Gwema. gem oh my god we're a ship we're a cannon Gwema. um so yeah they're from Gemma's spell book so they're a little bit you know you know keep it on the hush hush a little, little um, bit on the bold side there there might be a necromancy spell in there too uh so yeah false life magic missile Mage Armor, Crown of Madness, and Misty Step. Lots of M's. Mimi, yeah. Lots of M's as well. Yeah. So excellent. So yeah, I you knock you add them to your spell book, knock off that monies. Let's use these. Nice. Stefan, Ivor, anything in particular? You just chilling. I think Ivor's going to take the kind of calm, like the period of time he has to finally look over the Dwarven Champion's armor and just kind of, uh, you know, examine it, kind of learn, if he, see if he can learn anything new about it, maybe figure out what it can do. Sure, yeah, give me a history check. Sure. That's a 19. Oh, nice one. Um, so yes, so this armor was... Um, so yeah, so this armor is where the, the symbol uh, for the Ild clan is emblazoned across it. And you can see detailing in um, different metals all the way along it, each with a small rune in it. And you can jot all these down. Some of these you don't recognize from your runic study. Um, you think a lot of them may be just language or script in this old script, um, but they're definitely things for you to jot down to maybe reference later when you were in somewhere with a little bit more hmm. research capacity. Yeah. Um, the armor itself is um, remarkable, but unmagical. It is a ceremonial piece that was specifically de designed for for um, Ildaolin to be buried in. Um, so it is not no worth from a magical point of view, 
um, or maybe to most people of Dumeria, but definitely to Ivar, this is a priceless item of absolutely of historical mm. significance for these old clans. Uh, I feel like I'm like working near Ivar. I feel like we do, you know, study buddy group. I will, yeah, be probably beside him or whatever. Just you know, as we as we do be studying beside each other and um, that kind of crack. Yeah. Anything else from Ivar? Well, uh, I guess besides that, um, I suppose he he would look over the weapon. He like see if that's more or less the same thing, or if there was anything else about that. But uh, I guess other than that, maybe he'd. Uh, hmm. He hasn't really got any. Like, do we, any of us have any kind of like? This is an odd question. Do any of us have a goblet on them? That isn't that isn't the ones that I have with the runes on them because I was almost half thinking maybe he'll try reverse engineering this and try like since he knows the ild rune try to stick that on a cup himself see if he can figure out how to do that. Uh, I'm sure uh, you know Volum wouldn't mind giving you a goblet if you were thinking about that. I, I only have the one that you gave me before, but yeah, yeah, would woodwork or do you think it have to be metal? Uh, I actually I think it might have to be metal. Or at least, this one was metal, so I'm I'm almost I don't really want to go out of my way to go too drastically different. You know what I mean? For sure, a first yeah, attempt, yeah. I think get getting as close to the original cup as possible. Uh, it, it'll probably help me figure out if I'm doing it right or not. Yeah, it could burst into flames if it's wood or whatever. So yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and. Well, I don't want to think. Oh, okay, it's only because of the material, and then give someone a, a a first experiment, and suddenly their hand is on fire in molten metal. Well, yeah, the molten metal would be bad, but like you know, just like free torches, like quick, you know, quick torches is like really cool. You know, that could work. Just sure. I know yeah. it'd be a goblet torch, but like you know, that's the worst. Got a handle, you could like yeah, you know, use yeah. it. We'll have well. I'll have to see if I can do it first before. Yeah, yeah, like, we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. Like, you know, it could work. It'd be, it could be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll see if I can find a, a metal goblet anywhere from someone, or from from Raylan. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, there won't be any metal goblets here. Stone and wood. That would be the only thing that would be here. Um, you think it could work on any type again? Uh, but. I'll probably astute of you to think maybe start with a similar material first, just because you don't know how the this ruin will react to other materials. Mm. Um, I I actually don't remember if this is a this is a DM question for myself out loud. I actually don't remember if I, if I told you Ildiolan's weapon type. Oh, um, uh, I thought it was like a hammer or something. Yeah, it? I think it was a hammer, but um. Uh, I really should have taken a note down. Um, I also don't have it in my notes. Hmm. I actually... guess this is kind of just a consequence of them not coming back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they weren't hitting us with X. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you allowed the ritual to go off, so it's your fault. So if you allow the ritual yeah, to yeah, go I'm off, sorry. It's me. You, would, you, would have, you would have been hit by the weapon. Um, actually, mm -hmm. I know exactly how to look it up because I have their stat block. Definitely hammer and X. Hammer or an axe, telling you. It's definitely a hammer or an axe, yeah. No, I feel like it was a hammer. I feel like in earlier episodes, we've definitely called it a hammer as well. Like, if we haven't. <laughs> yeah, 
go with hammer. Hammer. So, <laughs> circle back. The war um, hammer. <laughs> so yes, the um the large war hammer of Ildiolans um isn't ceremonial. It also has the Ild rune on each face of the hammer. Um, it was definitely used um as a weapon and not a, it's not just a ceremonial piece that she was buried with um give me an arcana check sure but yeah from the history check earlier you you get the you know the the same similar information from the hammer as you do from the um plate armor now unfortunately i got a two uh not a two uh an eight with that an eight um even with an eight, um, because this is this is I suppose a different kind of arcana um, to the, what maybe Gwen learns. This is your kind of runic arcana. Um, the runes in this more match the runes you put on your items. So mm. this weapon was used with the same runic magic that you use. So either it's you're, you're not sure with that role. Is it just left the hammer because Ildiolan has passed or was it over time or did the hammer itself did it have any magical power without the runes in it you're not sure um the rune that was on the armor was just a painted on um symbol but on the warhammer it was the magic that you use right okay interesting hmm. thought I'll I'll have to try I'll have to perhaps see if I can I'll have to maybe attempt putting my own rune on it and seeing if it reacts sometime, once I'm a bit more comfortable with putting runes on things. But it's interesting. Nonetheless. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I guess... Um, Alright, I'll, I'll I'll definitely be taking down like an attempt to jot down every individual new rune I've got from the ceremonial kind of burial armor just to try and like... Uh, yeah, get get almost like a lexicon. Build it, build that up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely can do that. I'll send you on some runes later. Oh. Um, and then the man of the hour. <laughs> Stefan Shepard. Uh, I would say after eventually giving up on teaching the society more <laughs> about <laughs> forms and maybe a prolonged conversation back and forth of the importance of projecting the amount of toilet breaks you will need in a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he... Gwen is so happy. <laughs> Did not be a part of this. Yeah. Uh, he, he'd go off and uh, get ready a letter for his father about having an application with uh, Dense and uh, what you call it, then start to examine the shepherd's warning more closely, maybe trying to see if there's any runes or specific symbols on it he didn't notice before. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, sure, give me an insight check. Insight, how insightful do we think Stefan is? <laughs> that is, oh, that's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan is a little bewildered, I think, about the goings and on that has both happened with him and this society. Not that this society is baffling, but it's just 
showing you a different way than what you're used to and what all of Demary is used to. And also coming into your new power, maybe you just need to, you know, get a little bit more used to it. Um, he's had a long day, you know? Had a long day. He's fine. He, he ain't got to do anything else. Um, but yeah, you still feel more of a connection to um, your staff and the power within it. Um, you don't know exactly where it's going to bring you, but it, it feels right. Okay. And um, you pen your letter and you're ready to send it off as soon as you get back to civilization or to the civilization least he grow up with and not the civilization here that doesn't have mail um so yeah that's how you spend all your evenings if there's anything else before you have a nice sleepy sleep in some comfy comfy tree houses uh well i just uh, yeah just i think when would like to like if resh is still hanging about just show some of the you know the spells and stuff uh maybe not all of them i don't think she's gonna show him false life or crown of madness because they're a bit <laughs> 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 who are you showing you... this to no i'm not showing him those two uh... <laughs> they, uh you see them looking over your shoulder your spell book and you flick to the page of crown of madness and with their like more broken common, they begin to read it, and you're just like, "Nope, next page." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, I the also goes, "Oh, okay, um, yeah." Uh, and I'm like, "Oh no, this one's this one's like, way better. It's way cooler, right?" And then I'm gonna show a misty step, and I imagine that Gwen, when Gwen like does stuff with the spellbook, um, like she obviously copies down the the like the actual format and stuff, but then for mm -hmm. the actual like the movement or the other vocal somatic points, I imagine that like a little paper like origami person pops out of the page and they kind of like, you know, they look like a little Gwen and then they kind of like do the forms of what you need to do to do the spell. And it like pops from one one side of the page to the other with the misty step. So that's kind of like a nice fun showy bit for him to look at and stuff. That's very cute. I like that. So it's like, yeah, it's like a little, um, what do you call it? Like in Star Wars where they have like the little. Kind of like the. Um... Hologram. I'm uh, as soon as you said it, what I got is a magical origami version of the uh, paperclip guy from Windows. Oh, God, no, I hate him. No, it's not. No, please. <laughs> not it's a bad idea. No, no, no. no I clippy, hate Clippy, yeah. Because <laughs> he's so bitchy. He's like, oh, your grammar's shite. Yeah, he this, this, uh, even his eyes are shite, David. Just like he's good in your life. Well, I know that. <laughs> okay, so nobody has changed him to the ball. The ball was so oh. much more pleasant. I forgot Redacted. you could change him. That's right, the dog and all. Sorry. There's a dog as well. <laughs> yeah. Is... So much yeah. better. Oh, I didn't know there was a ball. I remember the dog was just like, sup? <laughs> I used to use I'm the little big yellow robot. dog. Oh. I just Big's remember Tippy. I didn't know he had varieties. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag bring back Clippy. Bring back Clippy. <laughs> bring back Clippy. Um, so yeah, I yeah, I imagine that like, yeah, it's just like a little paper kind of thing that pops up just to show her the, the form of how to do them and stuff. So she she learns that part as well. Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah, Resh is definitely um, intrigued. Um, wizardry of this kind of an ar the arcane and something I've studied here. Um, so this different form of magic is intriguing. Again, to Resh, who's very, very interested in the things outside these this grove. Yeah. Um, seeing Gwen's big fancy magic show i'm going to just shut my journal and i'm going to try and catch stefan's eye and ivor's eye and gwyn's eye and just kind of beckon hither <laughs> uh you're right yeah How's it going? um 
Good, good. Um, I'm just working on a few things on the QT. Don't want them seeing. Because I okay. think you should be showing them too much. I mean, this place is special. I mean, Oh, yeah, it's real special. Like, it's so insular and so clever and ingenious. They knew what a watch was because they had something like it. They'd had a sundial that used the same concept as a watch because they had the necessity to know what time it is. So they created that without any outside influence. I, I love things that are just so clever and, you know, just spontaneous. It's brilliant. Um, mm. They don't need outside influences because they have their own things, which are beautiful because the conception of them is, you know, so foreign. It's, I just think it's remarkable. Okay, I'm going to split this into two because I feel like, you know, you've shown a really nice thing here. You've been like, oh, there, you've you looked at someone else and you've been like, oh my God, there's beautiful things that other people do. So you looking at yourself, yourself, 10 out of 10. The second thing is that might annoy you a little is that I'm not that good of a teacher that he will learn how to do spells just from looking over my shoulder. But totally get your concern. Oh, that's fine. Because I'm might, that good. It might cause them to actually want to wander lost. And earlier on, when you were showing them the map, I wasn't been a jerk saying monsters here, monsters there, monsters there. I was saying it because I don't think they need to go on, you know, away and learn things because they're happy here. And it's, it's, it's so special. It's a remarkable place. I mean, today for me has been very, very special. I mean, Hawkshaw's kind of was another level. It kind of blew the lid off a lot of things, but this place is something altogether different. It's incredible. Like who knew yeah. something like this existed? Yeah, so, exactly. And not you know, and we imagine if we didn't go out and look for it, it we would never would have known. Hmm. But no, I get what you're saying. But like, there's some of them wanderlust anyway. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anyone should leave here. I think it's amazing. But like, you know, you can't stop someone from wanting to do it. And some of them do. And I, I don't know. Just the vibes I was getting from Resh. He seems to be the they seem to be the kind that wants to go and, you know... I have the feeling, though, wander that if doodle. they do leave, yeah. they mightn't be able to come back sometimes unless it's predestined for them to come back and the Wild Mother wishes them to do so. I kind of get that feeling. It's it, it, it does seem a bit... I think you might be onto something there, Darby, but I feel, I feel like they're all likely well aware that they can't return or probably won't be able to, you know? We could ask him, like, I don't, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I don't want to be, like, <laughs> poisoning anyone <laughs> with the outside world and getting them to, like, leave their home and everything. I mean, that's I, why I said monsters. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair. It's good. Well, Scared there, there, there is monsters. There is truth there, too. I mean, that thing earlier on that Stefan was trying to find the door for and found the door was indeed a mouth. Mm -hmm. That was a monster. Yeah. It really was, yeah. But, yeah, I think yeah, this place is it's just beyond anything I imagined. Well, I mean, yes, like... Don't learn about this in your form, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that true. With the forms. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I spent two and a half hours trying to teach them about colons. It didn't go well, but I'm, yeah, no, I'm I get glad you. of that. <laughs> I don't even think oh, I know how colons work. They're a bit, you know, random. 
Oh, okay. Well, it's what, the lower bit of your stomach, dollars? I think. <laughs> no, no, that, that means that was a different I mean, hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 But I, I, um, I get your point. I think we should equip them with the information for the outside world in case they do want to venture there. But yeah, we don't have to force her ideals upon them. Like, if he was going to go anyway, I mean, if anyone was going to go anyway, then not, you know, might better, as well. Better we're here to help. Yeah. yeah. Should but, I uh, ask him then? You know, ask you, him maybe what? you should. Like, are they, they want interested to... in. Were they going to leave anyway? Because like, maybe they should kind of come along with us and then we can drop them off and then as we go on to, you know, the other temple. Hmm. Perhaps. I guess, though, Be safer our, if our, route is kind anyway. of, our, our route is kind of just heading towards the Mistress of Ravens uh, temple. Hmm. And I don't, are there towns along the route? Or any kind of settlements? Oh, yeah. Is it? It's not necessarily and she like thinks about it for a second like does it doesn't cross back across the path of laurel bank yeah. it's like the other way oh it does well it, not you ugh. so you're both south of laurel bank you're yep. currently southwest um the temple to Mason ravens is more south and also east so you have to cross back over the motorway okay so yeah we could get them like to the motorway road and then back up himself Themselves. What did I just say? Leave them alone. If if they're gonna do it anyway, is all I'm saying. Like if you no, know, it's better. Uh, you know, get there safely or whatever. Uh, don't push the cart. I don't think. Just. I'm not. I'm not mm. gonna push it. I'll just be like, you know, perhaps ask. just let them know that. Um, kind of give them an idea of what they're in for. Uh, maybe monsters. a slight warrant uh, monsters, but also <laughs> yes, absolutely. But also, I was about to say all that bureaucracy that suddenly kind of on a a bit of a martial kind of uh, well, I wouldn't say martial law, but close to like a high alert due to a recent kind of attack, and they might not take super kindly to strangers who've appeared out of nowhere. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. I just, I guess, I just, I guess, uh, you know, just give them a. I figure a warning like that if they're planning, you know, to head out and not accompany us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll, I can go now and just check in with them, with them. Ugh. I yeah. don't think you should, but you gotta listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> only I'm, I'm only them because they're like in into it. <laughs> Uh, what have I done? You want um, me to go and tell them not to do anything? They mightn't be thinking of leaving anyway. Okay, let's show it hands. Who who thinks that they have like you know leave you wanderlust vibes? And then when is that? <laughs> they have what vibes? Sorry, wanderlusty like explorey vibes. Oh well, yeah, they're all individuals. Some of them must have it. No, but I mean, I mean, Rash in particular. Oh. Yeah, R Rush always like Rush was right up in front, looking at the map while you were describing things. Mm -hmm. Even, even when you were talking about where the monsters were, to be honest. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm not saying that. How do I put this? I feel like if they're going to leave, they at least need to know about, 
you know, at, at least need to have the right idea of what to expect. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we're going to give them a warning. Hey, maybe you should, this is a big thing. Maybe you should only kind of like uh, consider this if you're really sure you want to head out. If you do, we'll be there. But like, you know, it's it's not it's not the be all end all. And what what's here is wonderful. You know. What what do you think, Darby? I I realize you think we we should very much discourage them, but a part of me is just kind of worried that they'll decide a month or two later anyway to go out. You know. If they do, I'm sure they do throughout the years leave, but. And they probably some of them. I imagine I can only imagine they try to return, and they probably can't. For me, well, we could always ask Bolin and be like, "Yo, can mm. they like come back if they want to?" As I said, it could be if they wish to be come back and they're deemed mm. worthy to come back, they're allowed back. There seems to be some sort of ward here. I mean, oh yeah, our, but our Dimension Dory friend couldn't get in. Yeah, because he's like evil, and she knows that. So like. Maybe it's all G when you're, you know, from here. Hmm. Let me just go ask. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll figure it out, and then you know, it's, it'll be fine. So, what's Armin asking? I think he's wise enough. Go and ask him. He'll know what's right from wrong. Yeah. Well, sure. Right. Okay, so I'll go find. <laughs> Gwen's gonna go off and find uh, Volan even so. Yeah, not super hard. You're all kind of still staying in the same area. Uh, Volin. Gwen. Sorry to bother you. Uh, just a little bit of an hypothetical. Um, so you know the way that you said, like, I think you mentioned about, like, um, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, you just leave. Sometimes. Very seldom over the years, but people have left and wandered the plains. So if they do that, like, is it a thing that, like, they can never come back? Or is it just, like, not a lot of them do? It's not like a shunning situation. Um, not a lot of them do, no. But they okay. can come back. Absolutely. And it's not like the one was like, oh, f- fuck you, you you left, or whatever. I doubt she's like that. No, you still need to prove your your worth in a way. Like you did when you came in through. You were still meant to come back, but you still had to prove that you deserved to come back. Okay, so yeah, it's a lot—a thing of like, if you had turned evil in the preceding times, it probably wouldn't happen. But if you're still, I'd, Im- I'd imagine standing so. up, yeah. So yeah, it's it's fine. It's like you know, cool. It's just um, yeah, just you know, we were curious. Not yeah, not 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 there. Uh, just just you know, thinking. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Well, thanks. Um, no problem. Have a good rest of your evening, night. Okay. Be like slowly, awkwardly backs away. <laughs> Bye, Gwen. <laughs> yep. Then I share that with the boys. I knew he was clever and wise enough. Hmm. No, yeah. Well, he should do. He's like the leader. Or our leader. Hmm. So, okay. I there is right. kind of. I was right. <laughs> I was also right because you can return. So yeah, yeah, I was right too. But anyway, yeah, we were both right. I just said that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I do respect your opinion on not not telling them. So maybe unless I get some like strong vibes, they want to. 
almost said anything. How's that sound? Um, what they, if they ask? Bang by they want to leave. Yeah. This is why we've been hanging out, you know? Yeah, just don't push them. I won't, I won't, I won't. Only if they like, ask a like, you know. Whatever. Yeah, monsters. Monsters everywhere. Sure. <laughs> and forms, which are probably worse than monsters, and bureaucracy, and tediousness. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I can be honest, I can just tell them the way it is, you know? Listen, forms are necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Brought us all together, kept us living and breathing for how many years now, just because these people don't have Great any for forms for starting fires save. in my fireplace. <laughs> Well, that's illegal. Hey, now, now, Darby, remember all those illegal. important like sales and ownership forms. You know, some of them are good. Uh, okay, some are good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is after or before the spells are all done or whatever, but she'll she'll go back to uh, back to working on that. Um, you know, you may, you know, forms could could be potentially seen in a similar light to alcohol. You know, nice in moderation. Forms yeah. on too much. It's but... good for a while until then. It's not good. Yeah. Usually, like twelve hours later. <laughs> eight, if you're lucky. Well, to be honest, you're lucky to get eight hours sleep, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are. So, is that it for your evening? All heading to bed. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. I'll just the rest of my bits, and you know. Hang out with See if there's any vibes. Huh? <laughs> Resh is giving off of, uh, the same vibes. They're very interested in everything. Okay. Uh, I'm going to message them. Okay. Be like, okay, Resh, just, just be chill. It's me. I'm talking to you in your mind. Okay. Uh, I promised Darby I wouldn't say anything, so if I say it mentally, I'm not saying anything. But are you <laughs> thinking about leaving? I. Or are you just like real interested in that outside stuff? I never thought I would leave. Seeing ye made me think that it could be possible. But even if I decide to do so, I am definitely not ready now. Oh great, fab. Okay, cool. Because we were worried that like you wanted to like soon, and then we were like, okay, well we should say it to you so that like you like are prepped, or we could like bring you as far as the road and give you a little bit of a heads up, and then like you know you get there safe and stuff and stuff. Well, thank you, but I think I must think further on it. Cool. And see if I am um, want to leave the grove. Uh, well, I don't know if you can like contact me somehow, or if you've got like some bigger magics that might do that. But if you did, and you wanted to hit me up and just like ask a few things, please feel free to. That would be. Um. And like, yeah, the map is there, and like all that stuff still, still, uh, yeah, is stuff. Thank you, Gwen. It's been very. Interesting to hear all your stories and all of the things you've shown us here. Um, I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's given me lots to think about. But for now, I will remain 
with my martial training and my thinking until cool. I decide to stay or leave. Yeah, yeah. Like it's only fair, like you know, this place is like so cool and so diverse and special and like interesting. So you know, give a little, take a little, you know. I mean, to us, it's home. Where you are is diverse and cool and interesting, as you say. Yeah, like it's you know the lens you look at it through. I guess it's like it's uh, yeah perspective, I suppose. Yes. Um. Thank you, Gwen. Again. Have a good night. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Sleep well. Just standing across the path, whispering at each other. Um... Yeah, yeah. I, like, I feel like she's doing the hand movements, but like not saying anything. So it's just like <laughs> just gesticulating into the air. Gesticulating. Uh... No worries. Darby uh... thinks to himself, "It must be some stupid magic thing." <laughs> yes. and you're correct it is um yeah you find <laughs> yeah so you uh you are shown to some guest chambers um and you get a nice little hut a piece there's a nice bed made out of pillows and pounds of leaves and other things it's quite comfortable and you all get a full night's rest. Long mm. rest. And you wake up the next morning. And Darby, you actually would be the first to notice this. Um, as you sleep a little less. So you would have seen, experienced a little more of the night sky. But the moon of Sehanin herself is hanging high directly in the sky. As it is the first of Hanin. Um the month of the uh, of Sehanin, the goddess of the moon and of magic and of mystery, as we move into a new month in Dumeria. And al- also another thing that you all know about this month in in Hanin, um, there's a full moon every single night, and it always looks like it's directly above you. So you were the oh first, you were the first to notice, Darby, that. You may have lost track of time a little bit, uh, track of the days, but you're first to notice that it is now the first of Hanin. Uh, is the first of Hanin like April Fool's Day, where it's like you know Trickster's Day or whatever? No, no Hanin is our October, so the end is this crazy Cookie Day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cookie <Boy>. Day. <laughs> <laughs> So wait for three days. Full time. month of full moons and then Cookie Day. Fantastic. Then Cookie Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a little bit of world so building there for your nerves. It's Werewolf Visibility Month because mm. you can see them all times. Them all times yeah. <laughs> definitely werewolf. Definitely uh, well, not just werewolf, just lycanthropy. Lycanthropy <laughs> Visibility Month. Uh, so yeah, to all, all you lycanthropes out there, happy Hanin. Um, <laughs> So yes, you wake up um, to a drizzly, misty day, um, but you can hear the rain patter down. But however, the leaves and the canopies um, are interwoven and have grown. No rain falls directly down onto any place in the grove. You can see all of it is filtered by natural vines and stonework to the edges and small streams develop throughout the grove that lead the water away from the city. 
That's that. That's cool. That's like mm. um, water stuff. Yeah, it's good. Water stuff. Exactly. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, you wake up. A beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful. <laughs> and ready for your day. So yeah, what's the plan? And I know the plan again is to stay here for the rest of the campaign because it's nice. But also, what is the plan? <laughs> uh, we are going to go to uh, over yonder place. Go to go Ravens, right? That's the plan. I think yeah. so. And yeah, we don't really need to stop back in Laura Bank, do we? I think we, we're still pretty good for supplies and stuff. Could probably get some stuff here if we needed to. Yeah, on the way. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to want to skirt around where the obelisk is. Was. Yeah. Pro- yeah, Very probably. Likely. Yeah, avoid avoid that and avoid the roads and maybe kind of keep a wide berth around that or whatever. So we're going, yeah, we're going west to east and south more or whatever. But like, yeah, try and <laughs> be careful as we cross that main road and stuff. I'm pretty sure Tipair has found out already and she's probably found out that you impersonated her. That's probably another strike against us, but... Ah. Yeah, well, it's her fault for not giving us any badges or whatever, and she said we could do whatever we wanted as long as we didn't get caught. So, like, there. <laughs> you were way too nice to be here, though, but anyway. It was too nice being here. Yeah. Okay, cool. I- I'll take that out of it, like she takes, like, hand out. <laughs> just like, all right, be less nice when you're being there. <laughs> Maybe if we can do it without impersonating a high-ranking officer. I don't know. Mm, possibly. Hey, you didn't like my fire idea that time? You know, it's like... I'm just I, using what I've got. I I understand. It's like we're, we're, we're all kind of limited by the tools we have on hand. Really? So, plan is to head out, um, scamper past the guard post so you're not seen, Get to the east side, uh, cross country. I'm assuming not via official channels. Uh, cross country. Try and skip across the road in a less, yeah, conspicuous uh, way. Yeah, and go continue cross country, not near, um to the Matron of Ravens Temple. Yeah, is it like woods the whole way through, or like is it does it open back go back to plains or what? So the woods, the so this so the Tiaras Grove, this wood is kind of like out by itself almost in the the vast majority of what you've seen so far um, of the plains. Um, you don't know the other direction. Uh, Darby mm-hmm. is someone who traveled up that main road. Uh, there is a mixture of natural woodland, plains like your uh, that you traveled already. So yeah. Cool. It's the wilds, baby. It's you don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, anything else before you take off? Volan comes to greet you, uh, or greet you. Do a farewell. Yeah, as we're going, I want to make sure I get as many of them as near shot as possible. And tell them <laughs> out there, it's not all cracked what it suits me. Here, it's good. You should stay here. Here's nice. Um out there is sure it's exciting but it's dangerous and sometimes very boring and tedious and full of forms 
They're all so good forms, and I just <laughs> there's some muttering going on now in Sylvan as you're kind of like addressing everybody, the people that have at least gathered to see off the the strangers that that they met that have now are leaving friends, and you see the few that do speak common start to translate in small groups around to those that don't. Um, what you're saying, and if you do leave, and someone tells you they're the wallet inspector. They're not the wallet inspector. There is no wallet inspector. <laughs> uh, at that one, Volan gives a chuckle and goes, I'll uh, make sure that they they know that one in particular. That's a good one. That's, that, that's good. That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we have that kind of humor as well. We call them elder jokes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave oh. some travel visa application forms on this log. Um, <laughs> just if you do decide to go. Absolutely. Oh, and here's my address from my dorm room. I might not be there when you get when you if you were to visit, but like uh, they might. I like I'll like put a forwarding address or like you know somewhere. Oh, actually, Ivor, where do you live? What's your address? My address. Um, mm-hmm. I I I I live just you know. Uh, I don't. I can't think of a, an address off the top of my head. So, yeah, we'll you just... give her your address. Fantasy address. address. Yeah. Fantasy I'll, I'll give her address. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is Ivar's. Yeah. You, you, yeah. We'll get. We'll get it there. We'll like. Yeah. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, visit or if you like post it or something somehow. Ever. If you cannot um, give those addresses out to anyone else that comes in, that would be great. Yes, please. Yes. Oh, um, I definitely wasn't going to do that. Uh. You're not going to give them our so-called address, and we will not give them yours. What address? Who? Who? What? That's the just, elder jokes again. Just the very, very elaborate. Like, what? Well, you didn't see nothing. What? <laughs> so, thank you, friends, for the exciting day that you've given us here, and the stories, and the laughs, and... Not so much the chirpy noises, but uh, it was fun. Very authentic bird calls. <laughs> um, but they're, they're birds that maybe aren't in the grove if they're out there. Maybe that's why. But, very, sure. So yeah, that's ways. another re- that's another reason uh, not to go out there because there's annoying birds. Different birds, yeah, yeah. But yes, thank you again for coming. I have a certain feeling about you all um i hope whatever journey you do take you take it well you choose your steps wisely but i know you will do you want a hand even or would you like to hash it out by yourself uh do we need a hand is it odd no no it might just be quicker if, if some of the wardens go with you and at least bring you Oh end. yeah, sure. That's 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 fine. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, they don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sorry, no, sorry, Gary. You know, way right last week you said that there might be some more songs about folk heroes, <laughs> just yeah, in case yeah. that happened. Just remind you, because if I if we leave here, I may I may forget forever. <laughs> um, two names. Um, the first name is Yuri Reed. Nice. So Yuri Reed. 
um, the song about them is very jovial and trickster-ish, um, uh, but in a loving way. This is obviously still a hero of song, um, or folk legend at least. And a second name um, in Sylvan, Dal-Uva. Dal-Uva? D-A-L. That's... <laughs> Some good old fantasy writing coming up right here for you. <laughs> E-A-L apostrophe O apostrophe V-A-H. And you know it's fantasy writing because there's at least two apostrophes per word. E-A-L apostrophe O apostrophe V-A-H. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they were... Um, their song was a little bit more um, soothing and melancholic. Um, they were seen as a great healer of these lands as well person that helped those that they could cool so they they didn't have a surname no just dalva that's the only name that is in the song so sorry that was uh, what was it a alva oh that's the whole thing there's no surname that's it okay great sorry yeah, so you got those names, or you took them down mm-hmm. last evening during song time. And yeah, Volan goes one more time. Thank you all, and may the Wild Mother guide your steps. And you too, inside here, depth. <laughs> and metaphorical. <laughs> metaphorical yeah. steps. Well. Yeah. So yeah, you are escorted out. Um, it takes you a little bit less time to leave than it does to arrive. <laughs> but um, soon uh, soon into the morning, you can see the trees start to give way um, into the plains. The wardens that went with you, Rush was among them, and they um, stay back a little bit, but do show you that the, the, the edge of the grove, which you can now see clearly, and you head your way out. You tell them that you want to avoid the area you wanted that you came in. So they bring you um, to the south of it. So now you're coming out at the south of the grove. And you can see now to your left, um, in the far distance, um, the the guard post. Uh, but it's plenty of room for you to skitter along by. So yes, you're trekking now. So it'll take you a small number of hours, two hours, maybe three hours to get, you you think, to get to um, the road. From there, it will be um, the rest of the day get to the Maiton Raven's Temple. Um, it takes a little bit longer if you're coming from Laurelbank, but you've kind of already taken some of the journey out. Cool. That's you're a little bit south already. So yes, you're just traveling through the wilderness. Uh... Yeah, do we don't think we've been followed? Or oh, I might ask before we leave. Just one of the one of the guards, um, or the um, did you was any did you see anything on patrol, or was there anyone else, possibly a gnome, <laughs> that were in our wake? Um, no, they communicate. No, there's no one else has entered the grove since you have, and before that, it was. Uh, who you believe to duty be. face duty face Ooh. and then yes. before that there wasn't a person here in uh, a long time 
love it. Well, I don't love it, but yeah, good. <laughs> it's that. the information that we wanted. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess regular passive perceptioniness is fine. <laughs> cool. So yeah, making your making your way. Um, <laughs> making your way downtown. Yeah. So it is bright. Um, now that you're a little bit going more to the south you do start to come across and you can see as you're cresting hills in the far distance vineyards that um Darby, you definitely know many vineyards and other agricultural hamlets dot these main roadways that connect all the major cities and um, most of the halflings still live in these hamlets and they are again the agricultures of Dumeria. so you get to very rich smells of different grapes and fruits and uh, other um, things that are growing. Still, off in the distance, you're not you're not getting uh, close enough to be seen. Um, yeah, you make your way. Anything else you're particularly doing, or we just keep on trucking along? I think we're trucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's trying not fine. to be seen. Trying not to die. No. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not going to make you roll uh, stealth checks or anything because, again, there's enough wilderness for you to avoid and you've got enough uh, perception to to see where the areas to avoid are. Um, until, of course, we get to the road. So, um, the large uh, roadway that connects Gizmobrook to Laurelbank is your next obstacle. You thought doors were going to be a problem. Now it's roads. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, there is a large, uh, maybe five foot fence uh, made of wood. And then there is 60 feet through the road, which is 30 feet wide. And there's another 60 feet and then another fence. A total of 150 feet to cross. That is sanctioned. It's allowed to be walked in by the average Marian. For like parking or whatever. A, a lot of a lot of the space is just space. There's nothing there. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I mean, like if you were in a in a in a trailer or whatever, you'd just like park up. Oh yeah, if you were a traveling caravan or whatever, all this space is for yeah, parking up and camping or anything like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so it's like. We can't like it, it will it'll be really obvious is it it potentially will be yeah if you can give me some ways that you want to do it or if you just want to roll some stealth checks that's also perfectly fine um but it, it's it's more so about getting across each of the fences unseen being in the area itself is totally normal uh, i could old earth us like tunnel the entire way it might take a while, but I could do it. <laughs> That's the cantrip, Muldeer, right? That's not going to hey, work. This is loose earth. <laughs> you can't tunnel loose earth. No. No, I think because then you, it you, would cease to be loose earth if you're creating if a tunnel. You, if you moved loose earth, therefore you're saying the earth above it is also loose and it will collapse. Because you can't have loose yeah. earth and hard earth on top of it. <laughs> At least that's what I'm saying. And it's a cantrip. <laughs> you can't tunnel with a cantrip when there's a specific spell called Mold Earth. I don't know. It says, it says excavate, which sounds even more fun than like tunnel. So I'm just saying, you know, the spell do what it do, but whatever. That's fine. 
Um, but if there's guards, they'll care. Regular people won't give a rat. Uh, well, there could be like some busy bodies. Um, but yeah, does is there does it look like there's anyone or like is the yeah is the road quiet? Is it straight? Is there hilly bumps? Is there anything? So yeah, the roads themselves are as straight as you can get with the topography of these okay. regions. They the like gaps of grass, if you want to call them that, or like mini plains, um, have different. Some are up, some are down. There's some wooded areas. It's definitely possible to sneak across. I just. If you want to sneak across, we'll go ahead and do that. I'm just saying, giving you the option of doing it a different way. I'll say we sneak on and sneak off, but like you know, just you know, we can. When we're in the middle, it's fine. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, I have complete confidence in my sneaking abilities. Usually. <laughs> sure. Cool. We, we shouldn't disguise ourselves or anything. Uh, I can do that sort of to... You know, it's it's raining right now, so I imagine most of us have our hoods up, so... Oh, that's true. Hat. Yeah, I can, I can only disguise myself, I'm sorry. Mm. I, don't oh, I have a anything. magnificent top hat, there's no need for a hood. Oh, that's true, that's true. That uh, might be um, obvious. No, it breaks up the outline of being a humanoid. It looks mm. like a chimney instead. Oh, yep. Sure. Yep. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, cool. <laughs> I like to think that Ivor has just a very like deep hood, and his mohawk is kind of standing up straight, even with it over. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Stefan has like a custom stiffened hood so that it doesn't like bring down his quiff. Oh, Fantastic. yes, of course. Yeah. Well, you're all really particular about your like headwear slash head <laughs> accoutrement, aren't you? You're like, ooh, there's a lot going on. You know, I like th this is an important hairstyle, Gwen. I don't want to get, uh, I, I, I want to pr protect it as much as I can. Yeah, like I didn't want to ask because like I thought that might be a little bit rude, but like, w what is going on? Like that's not. We just, I don't know. I've never seen a, a stonebreaker with that. Kind of, you know, jazzy, echo. But you, you've never, surely, surely you know the stories, right? The stories, plural. Yeah, yeah. The the, <laughs> the stories of 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 Balder the Bold. I have to know that, right? Sorry, should I know that? I should know that. Should I? I don't know. It sounds like it's a dwarf that I should know. <laughs> Maybe a dwarven story I should know. It's like a, it's like a nursery rhyme kind of folklorey thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think so. Uh, like I, 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 so I was studying like the very old history that I could actually access. Very early, early post silence, and this is how he held his hair. This is how oh, he kept his hair. So you're copying a a bed, uh. A nursery. No, there was story. an actual, but there was an actual Balder the Bold that the stories come from. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. but, and you, you still want to copy their style, just because? Well, well, they were a well. How do I put this? They, they were a, a famous hero of the age, and 
to be honest, like I feel like there is a I could I can feel sort of a bit of kinship with them. They they were they did a a lot of they they helped kind of uh, shape the early days of society, and I I feel like I that's what I want to aim to do. So it's their fault we have forms. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, <laughs> I that's like a, a good question. Um, I hope not. I'm I'm not entirely I'm not entirely sure. I'll not like from my understanding they they didn't do much in the way of of uh steep like in-depth statecraft but I could be wrong like the history is sketchy cool well if they did do forms that's great and if they didn't that's also great you know I think it looks great and I think it looks cool and it really suits you and Someone that would invent oh. forms wouldn't have a hairdo like that. That's all I think. It'll be something oh, way yeah. more stuffy and reserved. But don't get me wrong, I don't... Hey, 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 that's, that's too much. That's too much. Okay, okay, okay. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, think, I think it's great. I, I love it. I think it's very, you know, different mm. and unique. Uh, I just... It was, it's just different for dwarves, you know? No, yeah, I am... What do the old Iron well... Clare think of this? Oh well, to be honest with you, this is completely new for me. I've I, I've had this haircut for about a day before I met most of you. Oh, okay, so it is new. Oh. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking no, I no. I had I hadn't seen you with that going around college before. So yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, just I don't know. It came up. Uh, so yeah, if how. Uh, we're gonna get across. It's fine. There's no. Yeah. So people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a small amount of people milling about. The road is pretty busy, but you're still far enough away from it that you think you can get over no problems. Well, as long as you don't okay. roll low on your stealth checks. But yeah. If you want to stealth on. Group stealth check. Stealth off. Yeah. Stealth so on. Stealth if off. Possible. Like I would like to take uh, about ten minutes to just take off my uh, chain shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, and but you can good pack time. it up nice and pack it up nice and neatly so it doesn't make noise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just put a big kind of uh, oh uh, a big large book on um, Aldered, uh, a good old Alder over it. You know, just yeah, something like that heavy will keep it in place for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So you prep yourself for stealth. Yeah. So yeah. You want to give me a. Group stealth check. It's not going to be super high DC. There's 23 from me. Classic Darby. 11 from me. 17. 21. Oh. Yeah, 19 on the dice. Stealth (laughs) dwarf. Nice. So, Stefan is a little bit crunchy getting over, but the rest of you are able to help him, no problem. Once again, you... it has a goat. It's a goat, and also the staff is ganglier. And he's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, you make it over, no problems. And you make it into the road again. The the rain is definitely helping. Less people are with their heads in the sky, looking around them, um, or focused on their work and continuing on. Those that have camped along the road have tents and canopies up that would block vision anyway. 
it is easier for you to get by. But there's still the potential of prying eyes. So you've made your way across to the other side. One more stealth check. Oh, okay. I thought that might have been, you know, it for the hole, but okay. Could we have used the road to get potentially closer to the destination and then um, went over closer to where we will be? Yeah. So we were at what our, we're at our triangle fiasco again of two episodes ago. So yeah, you can go further down the road, further south, and shorten the triangle, and then go cross country, um, or you can go cross country from here. It takes a little bit longer this way, but also you're um, you're on the road less, but you're already quite a few miles outside of Laurel Bank anyway. So it's up to you what you want to do. We'll be on that like utility road for longer, so it's probably better to just go across here. Then, like you know, that road that the guards would take to go to it. If we go yeah. further down and then go triangle, triangulate, <laughs> you know, triangulate. Yes. Well, yeah. I think I think Darby's saying, do you go this way or do you shorten the triangle but still not use the utility road? You can still make your distance cross country shorter without still going to the utility road. Both are options. Both are fine. Whatever you want to do. I don't know. I think it's you know fun. We should like explore the less explored. What if we like came upon something else on a way? You know, that's a very more cockatrice. Yeah, or like you know could find some other buildings or something that's like just been forgotten about. You know, this area must have been more built up back in the day. You know, this road leads to Gizmobrock, but I think um, I'll see this out. Uh, yesterday was very interesting, and I really like this new sword. Hey, see, you look, you get, you get gifts, you get like cool civilizations that are like undiscovered. I wonder much, how much Hawkshaws would sell an item of this for. Oh, a lot, I'd say. Why? Do you want money? Do you need money? No, I don't need debt? money. I have plenty of money. Okay, I was just, yeah, I was thinking. You, you could just you can have debt. If you have debt, money. it's fine. You know, not plenty of holiday <laughs> money, but never. If you're cool, if the business isn't going well, it's fine. You you can tell us, it's fine. We're your friends. I I think. Are we? Do you think we're friends? Never mind. Don't answer <laughs> that. Music um, it's exquisite. Do you honestly think my business is doing bad? Hmm. I, I'm not going to answer that, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we should just yeah. Well, what? Yeah, we could find something else. I think we should go here. And she goes think, to go into the forest. I think that's a good enough idea. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come along. Yep, let's go. Let's Delt go. Deck. Oh, five. You got a four? Eighteen? Dirty twenty. Thank God. <laughs> okay, so that's two up and two down. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> See, this is the problem with running out parties with even numbers. When they do group Ramsey check. <laughs> I could do a Ramsey check. Do you want a Ramsey but... check? <laughs> uh, he's probably the same as Gwen. <laughs> um, yeah, give me a Ramsey check. Let, let Ramsey be the, the decider. Sue's not that bad. Huh? <laughs> Plus two's not that bad. <laughs> Oh, I know, yeah. But I think he has a plus one or plus two, being a ghost. Dexterity is plus zero, unfortunately. Oh, so straight up, straight down. Is he not a mountain goat that can crest like, cliffs <laughs> and crags? He's at least level three goat at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> definitely took an ASI in Dex, let's be real. That's 16 for him, anyway. So. That is fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ramsey's able to to help you with his bleats and blahs. <laughs> um, Always believe in you, Ramsey. <laughs> he gives one of you a little heads up, a little headbutt thrust to help you get over a little bit faster. And then you make your way over. You think that there are some guards coming along the road um, on horseback, and you're able to hide yourself in the brush the other side of the fence. And you believe you got over unseen. Dude, 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 Road so much easier than doors. <laughs> and <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing on. Yep. Excellent. So yes, as the day goes on, um, the the rain starts to subside a little bit, and the overcast day greets you but it brightens up a little bit so you're able to see a little bit further out about hmm, about an hour and a half two hours you think you're triangulating again with us the word of the day um your map you think you're getting closer you should still be there before nightfall an hour and a half after leaving the road you can hear what sounds like a pack of canines um, moving about um, just nearby. Can I get a perception check from everybody? Okay. Dirty 20. A six. Four. 19. Okay. Um, Stefan and Darby, wise boys, um, you can hear um what sounds like um like a barking but it kind of also sounds like someone trying to speak it's a weird kind of guttural um noise that you identify as a hyena but you also can tell with those roles that there is someone that seems to have a little bit more um cognition than just a hyena speaking to the hyenas with those rolls creeping along by you can see three hyenas sniffing around looking for something and what looks like a hyena but on just its hind legs with a weapon on its side leading them and seemingly pointing them to do whatever task that they're doing okay do I recognize what it is, or that's all we know? Um, you know what a hyena is, and this look, this thing looks like a hyena person. Um, okay. Give me a history check. History. That's a two. What I said. Does anyone see the weird doggy hyena man? Huh? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, over there. I'm just oh, glad you. that the moon isn't out at the moment. Yeah. I think we should avoid them, right? Hyena Go. people. W- would I know anything about that? Sure, give me a history check. Okay. Ooh, the dice are against us to know more about these hyena men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we that's don't a seven. Know. That's a. I rolled a two. That's a seven. Hyena men. We don't know <laughs> what they are. You have no idea what they are. I have no, no idea, idea whatsoever. 
I like to think that um, <laughs> that's very good. I, that instead of uh, anything useful, I just kind of start humming a song from like an old bard song about hyena men, and it's like, yeah, that's all I remember. <laughs> and it's and it's possibly the cheetah man theme. <laughs> I I have no idea. Probably best to keep her distance. I say. But what if it's this... connected to BB? You think Not to assume that everything's associated with BB, but you know. I w you know, well, hmm. like, you know, who do most things are. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I guess, how close are we to the temple, to the matron and Rose? Yeah, do we think? You're probably another two hours journey. So, um, five, six miles. Yeah. I, I say we keep going, and if all of the, you know, gods are dead and were killed by things that look like clothes, and then maybe it was them. them yeah. yeah. You know? What weapon does he have? I might like just like remember that um be like, okay. If they're stabbed by a certain weapon it could have been them. Um they are holding a very long spear and with a curved blade at the end. It's a glaive. Um uh, and they also have a bow on their back. Cool. So bow and arrow or glaive marks. Remember that. Okay. Big nasty teeth. Cool. And then we'll be real careful and keep a going. <laughs> um. So, you so you're just going to skirt around? I think so. Yeah. We know what yeah. that means. Our favorite check of the day. Hmm. Best check ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Come on, big chunky. Let's go. It's a good thing I didn't put back on my chain shirt. <laughs> <sighs> I am rolling for the hyenas. That's... They are sniffing. They are looking for something. Oh. <laughs> 11 for me. Doesn't matter, guys. For me. It's an at one. That's a 7. <laughs> I rolled a big chunk <laughs> dice and it gave me a big at one. So, um, curious. Curious! Um, Darby, you are deft on your feet. You are now getting used to this wilderness thing, finding the best places to um, tread and move, really feeling into your your ancestry as a wood elf coming out in you now, perhaps. The rest of your friends, however, not so good. <laughs> um, anyone want to describe how unstealthy they are? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I like to what? think he's he he's describing uh, how unstealthy we are. No, anyone. I'm saying, do you want to describe how you feck up? Oh, oh. I, I I like to think at some point, like Ivor just kind of keeps going forward, and a like somehow a branch kind of slips in between himself and like a bag of his, and. As he keeps going forward, the bag keeps jotting out and out until it snaps back out and the bag just slams into his back and just a load of, like, books, metal weapons, <laughs> that chain shirt just kind of let out a rattle as Ivor kind of, like, maybe even jumps up a little bit and, and kind of uh, blurts out a, a little yelp in surprise. I feel like Gwen was behind you and then like was looking behind her to see if they were coming and then falls over all of your shit and says, like, fuck! Uh, yeah, and then is uh, <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and Stefan just 
being loud. I was laughing. I was laughing. I knew you were okay. Yeah, yeah, you were okay. You might get out a little superlative, but not a huge one. Um, but yeah, the hyenas notice you. Wouldn't you believe? And you really? can hear, <laughs> really, you can hear this, this, this barky, uh, proty, um language almost um shout in your direction as as you can hear the hyenas chasing towards you and soon they are through the brush and just in front of you roll initiative well <laughs> first it was giant chickens and now it's giant dogs yeah <laughs> you know everyone to help with the zodiac zodiac <laughs> yeah, working our way through the Chinese zodiac. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thanks for dragging my DM it. style through the mud. <laughs> Jokes. Eventually, <How> <laughs> once we get through the lot of them, we're gonna face off against uh, the 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 torchbearer, the person who introduces the whole celebration. The lion. We're fighting a bunch of Leonin. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so yes, um, what is everybody's initiative? Nineteen. Eight. Oh, nice. 22. 16. Stefan, still with these hot rolls. <laughs> it's rolling D10, roll. right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not. Um, Darby, Galandry, Flashgear, you are deft, as usual. You're up first. Right, so um, the um, entity that I have no idea what he is, <laughs> um, I am going not to... Not a yeah, I'm going to take a shot at him uh, with a sharpshooter. Over. He's far. How distance is he? He's. Well, he's not. He's not quite as quick as his hyenas. Um, the hyenas are maybe twenty feet away from you, but he is maybe fifty feet away. Right. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a null joke for the episode title. <laughs> we'll think of it. <laughs> that is an eighteen. That hits. Okay, 21. Ouch. Very hurt. And it's damage. Yeah. And seeing these um baying hyenas come closer, I am going to um, run back a little bit, make a bit of distance between myself and them. Yeah. You have a second um, shot? I do have a second shot. Uh, I, I shot him as I was thinking maybe he is leading them, so that was my kind of Tension. Um, I go again. Shafters are not. The surgeons, the surgeons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Go for it. <laughs> so, that is an 18 to hit. That hits again, yes. See, sometimes I wonder. Am I going to use like a sharpshooter shot with a grit point to do my sharpshooter with, or not? It's either do sharpshooter. Then it's like do sharpshooter with 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 like um, it was a dead, dead eye, eye shot. shot. There's so much decisions. But yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just going raw sharpshooter. Just yeah. Options, options, options. You have no idea what you're going to come up against after these people. So save your things. Yeah. Um, if the dice uh, are working. That's an elder joke for you, everyone. Mm -hmm. That is a twenty-three. Ouch! This person, this this person, uh, emerges 
as they see you and growling and snarling and seems kind of happy of almost the game and the fun he's going to have chasing you down with his dogs. Takes two shots. It looks a lot less happy. Good. Um, I'm going to go back away from the charging hyena. Good plan. Gwen. Uh, yes. Um, there's three of them, is there? Three of them. Three hyenas running and then there's the dude. Yes. Cool. Uh, so she will uh, just be like, oh, fuck. And like be scrambling and scrambling and get up off the ground. So that'll take 15 of her movement, I would imagine. Yes. Uh, and then she's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And then she's just like ripping pages out of the uh, out of her spell book. And she casts Scorching Ray, three shots. Just regular old fire. She, she's, you know, she's, uh, she's freaking <laughs> out. She's just going to go for the classic. She's going for classic. <laughs> so yeah, uh, level it's a level two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, level two, uh, and then I need uh, three. Okay, don't fuck me, big dice. Okay, terrible. Um, okay, one of them is a twenty-six. Oh yeah, uh, one of them is a nine, and the other one is a fourteen. So the nine misses. One hyena is able to dodge out of the way. Cool. Only two damages. Two, two, two sets of 2d6. Two damages. Um, yeah, and it's just regular fire. So that is a seven and an eight. You scorch to death two of these hyenas. Oh! They're just dog. They're just doggo. Bam, bam. Pew, pew. And one of them dodges out of the way. The, the first two that you hit, you can hear or you can hear the singeing of their fur as they squeal and clump to the ground. The other one jumps over them and continues the chase towards you. Anything else, Gwen? That's okay. Ivar, you're up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to use Giant Smite. And gonna quickly pull out orbit out of my uh, rucksack because I've I've got no armor on and I'm feeling a, a bit exposed <laughs> at the moment. So I'd rather have a shield than not, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run up to meet the hyena chase uh, coming down. Um, would I be able to reach it in twenty five feet? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So yeah. Uh, all right, so I'll reach down to my left, grab my shield with both hands, and just kind of move to slap it with the the flat end of the shield. Go for it. All right, uh, Juice smash. Cool. Smash, smash. I was taking a smash. Nice. So that is looking to be a, a twenty-five. Yes, that's a big number today. Okay. <laughs> Except when you're rolling stealth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so do I? Um, so what damage would I be as an improvised weapon? What am I uh, giving it damage-wise for the shield? Oh yeah, I have to determine that, don't I? Um, one d six bludgeoning damage. Cool. One d six. Yeah, same as like a mace. Makes mm -hmm. Sense to me. Okay, so that's two d six with giant smite. All right, and that's ten damage. Nice. How do you smash this hyena? I am. Um, yeah, I'm just going for the kind of, uh, kind of a dazing kind of like I want to just I want to slam it. I want to knock it out. Necessarily don't want to like 
break anything permanently. I just kind of want to like, yeah, this is this doggo is not getting right back up. Yeah. Mm, absolutely, yeah. You can you as it like comes to jump and is about to bite onto you, um, you're able to use your shield to just bash it out of the way and knock it out. Whimpers and hits the ground unconscious. Fantastic. And uh, I guess could I toss a hand axe with my object interaction? Like grab that second attack, hand axe. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So yeah, it'll be at disadvantage because you're a little bit far away, but you can absolutely do that. Fantastic. Okay, disadvantage. Uh, so that's 12. 12 will miss. So they're able to dodge out of the way um, using their glaive to just shunt your hand axe to the side. And as they do so, they drop their glaive and pull out their longbow. Um, okay. Is that... Uh... Yeah, it's, that's more or less my go. I'm just going to kind of crouch down and bring the slightly enlarged shield in front of me. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the now it's the the dude. We don't know who he is, what he is. Um, it's his go. Um, he is going to... He's not very smart. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think he's still smart enough to, to know a, a losing fight. Um, so he is going to pick back up his glaive and start legging it in the other direction. The <laughs> <laughs> whole movement to just try and get as far away from you as possible. And he's going to attempt to use the wilderness to uh, lose sight of you all. Oh, and he does beats all your passive perceptions. You don't know where he's gone. Um, but he headed in the opposite direction. Stefan, it's your go. You don't see him. Um, Up to you if you want to pursue or go away. I yeah, I'll pursue him with a dash action and in the direction that I think he went. Sure. If I see him then do a charger at him. Sure, give me a perception check. Perception. Nope, that's a one. You charge into the bushes in one direction, uh, in one direction, um, and the other three looking at Stefan can qu quite quickly tell that it's definitely not the direction that the that this hyena person left in. But Stefan charges away anyway. Uh, you don't see him at the end of your charge, Stefan, and that is your go. So we're back up to the top of the initiative. Darby, do you want to try and find this person? Do you want to leg it? What do you want to do? As he ran, like, we were, he was came across us the direction we were going, and he's ran back in the direction we we're going, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're kind of in a meadowy sort of grassland. I'm yes. going to see if I can find any, like, um, pushed down grass or where he could have moved through. Sure. Give me a perception check. Perception. I'm good at perception. Actually, it's an 18, and I rolled Eight. crap out. I'm sure you did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you can see him. Um, just a little ways off from the direction that Darby, uh, that Stefan ran. You're Darby. Um, you can see him trying to use some of the larger grasses and, and bush to hide in, but you can see it moving, and you can see that matted fur. Um, and the glaive is also pointing out a little bit. Okay, is he still within range for me? 
Yes, he couldn't get too far without um, with his speed. Right. Oh, um, I don't want him to get away. <laughs> um, I am going to sharpshooter shot him with a dead eye. Okay. Oof. Ah, oh, interesting. <laughs> the dice both are all the same. <laughs> that is a eighteen. That hits three eighteens. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> mm. That means that dice has rolled the same number four times, or the two dice. Well, one of them has probably yeah. Mm. It's a lucky dice. I just used the two for the dead eye. I was using just uh, one yeah, for yeah. the other one. Yes, yes. Yeah, so roll damage. Oh, Probably think he's not going to survive this one. He certainly isn't. <laughs> 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 oh, max damage. Um, that is that is 25 damage. How do you want to shoot him? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see him running through the bush, and I imagine it would be quite a difficult shot for for most people. But obviously, yeah. um, he, he's even got cover. But like sharpshooter, I ignore cover. So yeah, it's just I kind of just look where he is, and I just re- even remember where he is, and then I just look away, and I just hold the gun and just shoot without looking, and just headshot him. You hear one final quick whimper and then a thud to the ground. Well done. You defeated the hyena man. <laughs> that poor defenseless man. Pinpoint accuracy. <laughs> Little spin of the gun and back in the holster after jamming three more bullets on it. It's hot. <laughs> I ignore the delight and glee that he's got going on. That is some. That was some nice shooting there. I know. Thank you. Also killed. Two You're friends. welcome. So I, you know, uh, there are that other was members good. here. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. No. That one like, is uh... still moving. Oh, the the hyena. It's it's only an animal. It's your one. Yeah. Like I. I it's only a. It's only an animal. Like. It'll probably by the time it. I've I've left. I've knocked it out cold. It won't be getting it up for a good couple hours. And by the time it does wake up, it's probably just going to go after and, I don't know, look for some prey. Look after us. Is that right now? I don't know. It's. I mean, maybe it'll he catch us. Mm. Mm. It did kill all of the rest of its family, so maybe we should just sleep for whatever its misery. I don't really mind, but, you know, whatever. Oh. I don't think we should kill it. That's cool. That's good enough Coming for me. out of the bush, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I vote no on killing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, the guy got a... Oh. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, does he have... Yeah, is there anything in the area, or can we do a quick sweep to see what they were looking... If they were looking at anything in particular, or if there was anything about, or if he had anything on him? Mm. Um, no, he didn't have anything on him. Some uh, rotten pieces of meat some just his longbow and his the arrows and his glaive he has a chain shirt on in yeah nothing else of value but you can give me a look to see what they need a longbow oh. long yeah. um, 
and nothing else of value. Do you want to give me a, a check to see if what they were looking for? Perception, survival. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll have a look and see. Um, I got a perception or which, sorry? Survival. They're both twos. Uh, 21. 21? 22. <laughs> well, <laughs> I see how it is today. <laughs> yes, that's 15 on mind. And 16 for me. 16. On perception. They're juniors as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was just, I was like, oh, it's all one and up in everyone today, isn't it, boys? Um... <laughs> um can't tell exactly what they were looking for. Um, there's nothing much around here. Uh, we do get the impression, though, that they were on the hunt for um, something, maybe to eat, maybe looking for a rabbit's nest or a squirrel's nest or something. Um, but they were just on the look around. Maybe they were patrolling. Um, yeah, you don't know. You're just in yep. the wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, like there's nothing like there's no like abandoned building or anything like it like in the near vicinity that we think they might have been. No, you don't. You can't with. tell where they came from. You don't know what dwelling they came from, or settlement or wherever wherever they may have came from. However far away it is, could still be on your way. You don't know. Cool. All right. Well, right now, you don't see anything in particular. I say we uh, continue onwards and you know make for Temple Ravalusa. Templiog. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, should we should, should we, we check? Uh, I was gonna say, should we check his body first in case he has like a note or anything on him? Ooh, I did. We did check the body. No, isn't that what you said? Oh, okay. oh, my mistake. Yes. Yeah. No. No notes. Yeah. No paper or any any form of communication that you would be used to. Um, no. Just prompt? some just some rations for the himself. Some rations for the. For the hyenas, some old meat, all raw, um, and just some yeah, just some light provisions. Might just leave the meat beside the unconscious hyena and be like, <laughs> oh, "Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, oh. yeah. <laughs> you attacked us first, but still, oh. I'll I'll just leave a death search and a." Admission of assault form on him. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I might, I might just uh, help myself to that glaive while everyone's doing that. Sure. Yeah, got a glaive. I'll mark off the death cert that he had a glaive. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, leaving the leaving the hyenas or the one remaining hyena some some meat. Um, <laughs> checking. <laughs> Pity meat, checking their uh, checking their leader for any notes, um, taking anything off him that you might find useful, filling out the appropriate forms to head off in the direction you are going towards the temple yog. Taking your way um, further along, uh, more of the same small hillocks and rolling hills and small wooded and brush and large grass areas, you do come across what you finally believe to be your destination. So what you see in front of you, um, you can see, of course, the service road leading up to a standard guard post, and it is guarding a vast graveyard. The temple entrance seems to be the small crypt, as it is the only building sitting in the middle of this graveyard. 
though though this appears to be a, a strange graveyard, you don't get a sense of eerie about it, and more so a sense of calm and restfulness. But as you approach this graveyard that is somehow welcoming, we are going to end it there for this episode of Adventuring for Dummies and see what happens next time as you try and tackle whatever's in front of you. Any last thoughts, feelings, emotions? No idea. No idea. No, 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 no idea. No, no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> and on that note, it's a no for me. Good no. <laughs> Good no. Bye, everyone. No. See you next week. Bye. Bye. No. See you. Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. We would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.